What's up, everybody? This is the Phone Finger. My name is Parker. Sebastian. And we're here with a special guest. David Coffey. And if you never listened to Phone Finger before, we are a sports podcast mainly focused on college athletics. So today, like we mentioned, David Coffey, quarterback of Olivet College Football, just wrapped up their football season. How's it going, Dave? Uh, it's going good. Um, we're just getting things picked up around the locker room and having our final meetings today and kind of saying goodbye and wrapping it up as a year and just talking to seniors and, you know, everyone saying goodbye and just doing that kind of stuff right now. It's for still all fresh, so. Yeah. You guys are coming off a pretty big one, I would say. You guys broke a couple of records, two by Cortavion, two by your guys' kicker, and then as a team overall, you guys broke the school scoring record, so had a pretty good season, too, only dropping, what, three games this yeah. whole year? Yeah, it was a rough uh, patch right there. Uh, all three uh, tough opponents, uh, Albion, Trying, and Hope. All back um, to back to back. Yeah, back to back. And, you know, when you lose one, it can get really easy to, like, lose track of things and, you know, start arguing and looking at the negatives and stuff. But we try to wrap it up, and, you know, that kind of is a testament of the end of, the, of how we ended it. And just uh, really just coming back and, you know, just proving to ourselves, like, hey, we're not a bad team, and that doesn't go to show, like, those losses matter. And Yeah, and, I mean, at the beginning of the season – Hope, Albion, and Trine were all, like, voted above you guys mm. to, to like, place in the conference and whatnot. And, I mean, the MIAA has, like, really good football. It's mm. probably the best football in Division Three. Um, but to drop to, like, people who are predicted, I guess, above you isn't necessarily a bad thing. And the Trine loss, I mean, the score 35-14 to 14 on, like, the stat sheet and whatnot, the Trine game was actually really good. Going into half, it was only, like, 7 to nothing, and mm. you guys tied it up. And then it kind of just ran away with it in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that uh, that tends to happen. I mean, some of the games we were up uh, against Albion too, fourteen to zero. It's okay. just little mistakes, you know. We had a lot of guys that filled uh, filled a lot of gaps and stuff in our team, and you know, just a young team overall. And you know, you look at who's returning and who we got coming up. You know, it's a bright future. So, you know, losing those games, you know, there's just little mistakes that we could have fixed. Like Coach Moose talked about it today. There's if you look back at our season, he said 63 seconds is the difference between us being 10 and 0 and us being 7 and 3, and you know that's pretty key and stuff like that. So, you've been here for five years. Mm-hmm. How how is it? How's the football program changed in your? No, it's changed. It's just you just gotta see who's like the older guys and how they work as a team and how they lead and how they want things done as a team. You know. That's always going to change and evolve. You know, everyone's changing and wants to run teams, certainly. And, you know, coach really lets, you know, the guys that, you know, is trusted, he lets those guys really take control and, you know, we're, we kind of guide it. So, yeah, it's changed. I mean, goals never really changed. I mean, standards never changed, but just like overall, just vibe has changed. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that happens with like a lot of programs. I mm-hmm. mean, it doesn't always stay the same. I mean, especially if you've been here for five years yeah. like you have. Another thing I want to get into, like, how did you how did you get into football? Like, everybody has their journey. So, like, what was what started your football career? Uh, just it was popular, you know. Um, everyone in the area played it. You know, Saginaw football is a big thing, and you know the area up there. So, everyone really played it. Everyone wanted to. It was a popular thing to do. And I also wrestled, but you know, wrestling was my main sport. And I just got close with the wrestlers, and they were all football players. And I just became addicted to it and started to love it even more. And you know, in high school, I felt like, you know, my senior year, I really didn't want to end the way it did. 
So it was definitely just motivation to be like, and that's where I kind of came from is just wanting to play more ball. Okay. So did you start in high school for Bay City Western, or did you start like in the Bay FL League that we have back home? Because I started in Mayfield, like the Midland area. Yeah, I started out there, and you know, then I went got to high school, played middle school at Western, um, played all four years at Western. Uh, My junior year, I played JV because I was too small, and then I just played my senior year on varsity. Okay. Okay. So what was the the transition from? from high school to college like for you I mean everyone kind of has that story of they were the big fish in the small pond and just to go into like a bigger pool and you know have better athletes and you know be young in the sport and when you're playing you know you're talking about kids coming jumping from 18 you know playing 18 year olds now they're playing 23 year olds 24 year olds you know just learning that gap and learning how to like you know, be successful, you know, that's just something that, you like, everyone has to take serious. And it, it was a big jump. It became more of a job, I'd say. Okay. So it went from something that you did in high school, like, for more, like, fun because mm-hmm. you, you liked the sport and whatnot, but then, like, you came here and it was time to, like, get buckle to, down and buckle down, get to the grind. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how everyone really feels about it, too, is here it's like a job. You know, you do this every day. You know, you live it, you breathe it. And, you know, you just want to be the best and you want to earn a starting job, let alone, you know, being all conference and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of not just football players Mm -hmm. dreams, but that's a lot of college athletes dreams to like be all conference, be all conference, all American. Uh, But I mean, this last game we mentioned earlier, I mean, 79 to six. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. First first quarter, Cortavian Barnett breaks. Two records, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, you guys were just balling out on these guys. I mean, hey, I'm no shade, no shade to Finlandia, but I'm surprised they got six points off of you guys. Yeah, that six points is on uh, me as well. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, wasn't there like, it was what a, happened? Was that like trouble with the snap or what? Yeah, it was a great snap and everything. It was just, the ball was so wet. Yeah. I had the ball squeezed and. You know, when I was going to pull it up, you know, it started to loosen up a little bit and it slipped. And, you know, I saw it slipping, but <laughs> the running back is hitting us on the, on the dive. So I'm getting pushed forward and all my momentum is getting forward. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, we bounced back from it. And, you know, it was a little fluke. I mean, no one was really upset about it. And we kind of just brushed it off and we're like, all right, let's get back to it. Yeah, it kind of surprised us both because we were both calling the game this weekend for all of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we thought it was just going to be a straight quarterback sneak into the end zone, thought you were going to get another rushing touchdown on the mm-hmm. day. And all of a sudden, some Finlandia White just comes, picks it up, and yep. takes it, what, 98 yards? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're sandbacker. They're outside backer. I mean, I think it was over 98% of the game was blitzing. So I knew that, you know, off that edge, I'm like, if anything happens, he's going to get a free shot at the ball. And it happened, so – yeah, I was talking to uh, Deontay Higgins today in class, and he mm-hmm. told me that the guy who scooped and scored was probably the best player they had on their team. Yes, he's a, he was a baller. He was all in my face the whole game. And yeah, he transferred from Ferris uh, to Finlandia yep. with uh, – I mean, not with Deontay. Played with Deontay, yeah, here, But Ferris. he played with him, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also – speaking about the ball being wet, I noticed the, the snaps were a couple times – like snaps a couple times were very high. Yeah. So is that just kind of just because the ball was wet or what was – I think it's a, just a mixture of everything, you know. I am I mean, it happens a couple times and, you know, everyone as an athlete knows, you know, it kind of sits in the back of your mind and you try and get rid of it. But 
you know, you're thinking about it now, and that's when mistakes happen is when you're thinking about something too much and, you know, oh, this happened a couple of times, it's going to happen more. Just worrying and putting that extra stress, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happened to both teams. Sad to say, but your football career is over. Yep. I mean, last game happened. Yep. But in the five years that you played college football, who would you say you kind of modeled your game after? Uh, guys here, I mean, Lane Porter was like, uh, he was really close with me. And, you know, I kind of got underneath him and, you know, watched how he ran the team and just kind of watched how he operated. And I kind of got with that and learned how – to be a leader through him and you know he was like a big brother to me and I'd kind of do that like you know off the field leadership wise him but play wise I'd say myself more so like I just know who I am as an athlete knew what I could do and you know I know what I can do and you know ways I can help win so yeah because I'd almost say you're kind of a dual threat especially this year with the 165 yards you ran so I mean you're definitely more of a dual threat instead of just straight pocket yeah. that I, I mean Evan Ornsby the freshman mm -hmm. great job he's done this year yeah. especially just stepping in um speaking about Evan Ornsby uh what do you see about like I mean he had the starting job for a second here mm -hmm. this year so what what do you see with his upcoming future here at, to be a comic I think he's gonna do great I mean he's young I, I see this as like an experienced thing you know he's got it under him and he's coming back you know he's not gonna be fresh legs into this he's gonna know what it feels like, understand stuff. He's going to come back with an offensive line that's all returning. You know, a lot of receivers returning, a lot of athletes returning. He's going to have some weapons. And, you know, I think there's a sense of confidence in him that, okay, he competed with a senior the last year, and, you know, they split time, and, you know, they played together. I mean, it's his show to run, you know. He could take this team to some crazy levels if he wants. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially with how you guys ended the season with only three losses. I mean, three mm -hmm. and three in the conference, and what? It, what was it? Six and three overall. Yep. Se seven, and seven and three. Seven and three. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. But um, still, it's like the the ceilings high right up. now. You know, everyone's young too when you look out there. Oh yeah, like sophomores and freshmen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on the offensive side of the ball, the only seniors that are graduating this year is you, Seth Young, and Andrew S Sykema. I don't know if I'm saying Andrew that. Andrew right. Sigma's uh he's returning actually. So is he returning? He's, yep. he's only a fourth year. Yep. Okay. okay. But on the defensive side of the ball, this year we're losing a lot of like big names too. Yep. Um I thought uh Alonzo Grigsby was a senior this year. Does he have another year too? Uh this was his senior year. This was his senior yep. year? Okay. Senior so he's he's yeah, he's I didn't see him on this stat sheet. But like key players that we're losing on defense this year are Jalen Rogers. Tamar, of course, which, I mean, hopefully he gets to play professional ball somewhere. That'd be pretty cool, being a Division three athlete. Andrew Campbell, uh, Colby Williams, Logan Fee, John Thompson, uh, and Trey Merriman, which I'm guessing is Anthony. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, some of those guys are actually talking right now, and I think a lot of – like, Trey's, I think, returning. JT's going to return. Fee's returning. The rest are graduating, but I think with, like, uh, you know, Big Cat – Jalen Rogers, um, and Tamar, you know, those guys graduating. But there's some young guys that can do some stuff up front, too. You know, Ricky Williams, he's playing really good ball right now. Yeah, you know. he, had a, he had a really good season, too. Mm -hmm. That whole defensive line all year was pretty outstanding, I would say. Yeah, we got, we got young guys that are stepping into positions where they know it's their time, and I think there's going to be a sense of confidence in that, and they'll be all right. Okay, so 
Speaking about Tamar, everybody, I mean, around school and whatnot has heard that, like, he's looking to go pro. Do you have, like, any inside scoop being in the locker room and friends with him and whatnot? Um, That's my dude. Like, uh, he's been a day one uh, since I got here. And, you know, we're from the same area. Our parents know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we come, both from, come from Saginaw. And, you know, I just talk to him a lot, and he's like a brother. So, yeah, there's some stuff like he tells me, you know, he – had scouts here before and he has them watching and you know they talk to him and you know they send him messages and you know wish him luck and you know some talk to him and ask him about his size you know what position they're thinking about getting him at and he's doing all that but right now he just this season he kind of pushed that all away a lot and just focused on the year I think that's something that he really prided himself on was just he didn't want to have like outside stuff bothering him and you know, worried about that when he was just trying to play the best ball he can and win games here. Yeah, he didn't want to have that pressure yeah. of like everybody kind of eyes on him. Yeah, and whatnot. Okay, he took that away. He's he he didn't put himself on the pedestal. Um, he's just one of the guys. Like that's one thing that he's really good at is you know with all the eyes on him and all the attention. You know, kids can lose themselves in that, and he never did that. Yeah, I would say because I've had a couple classes with him being here the last two years and uh, whatnot, and he never really like he wouldn't like try and be like the center of attention and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I always found that like kind of interesting because like, he like ev- everybody center. knows Tamar, like he, he like a lot like of no the center of attention yeah. on the football team. Like that's, he's like the face of the franchise. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> he's the dude. He's yeah. your guys' Aaron Donald, your guys' Miles Garrett type thing. Yeah. One hell of a football player he is, mm-hmm. I will say. <laughs> do we know if he's gonna, do we know if he's deciding if he wants to go, play for professional ball or not or what's he is the he's just talking to stuff now and he's doing tryouts and stuff and just weighing okay. options and you know it'd it's be interesting to know what to teams guys up you know we'll see what happens with him. yeah it'd be interesting to know what teams i know the lions are a little interested i saw that he posted that somewhere on social media that mm-hmm. he was talking to some scouts but hey hometown boy gets gets on the hometown team that'd be pretty cool yeah, yeah would. i think yeah, that'd be pretty cool but um so coffee you being here Again, mentioning that you've been here for five years. What has been, like, your favorite memory? Like, favorite memory? Football-related. Football-related would have to be uh... (laughs) – It's a tough question. That's tough. It's a tough question. There's some pretty tight games. It's it's the second toughest question. (laughs) There's really two. I'd say Adrian this year for me. And trying my junior year, beating trying for the first time. Okay. That was a different feeling. That was, fresh, that was our freshman year. So yeah. That, yeah. I remember that game. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, uh, this year, I mean, everything went pretty well. Uh, what's something that, like, you wish would have went a little bit better this year? Like, what you guys could have executed on as a team or, like, as a whole? Or, I mean, even yourself. Like, what – what could have gone a little bit better here for the team? Um, I mean, really, it's just tough to – you know, I wouldn't change anything the way it went. Um, okay. When it comes to regards is like, how we went about things and the attitude we had and the amount of effort and, you know, the play call, you know, I'll never question any of that, you know. It's just little mistakes. Like, you know, it's always in the details that we talk about, you know, as a team. And, you know, it's – you never lose a game by, you know, one play, but one play can lose you a game, if that makes sense. It's, no, yeah. you know, there's key points in every game where it's like, okay, that happened, and, you know, momentum, and, you know, just timing, and, you know, how things are going. It's just just a couple small plays that we could have changed overall. I think no one's going to look back and, you know, say 
want to say that, but everyone knows, you know, there's nothing else we could have really done major to change what happened. Okay. So kind of switching topics here. So you're on the field. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like what are, what goes through your head when you're about to take the snap and you're about to try and make like a big play for like you get the touchdown eventually? What like what's going through your head? Just reading stuff like we, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time watching film, you know, understanding stuff. And, you know, with more film you watch and more tendencies you pick up and, you know, what you, when you know what the defense is doing, there's a sense of confidence in, okay, I see how it's going to play out. I know what I got to do exactly. Now it's just going out and doing it. Um, so we do that a lot. So just really in my head, you know, if we get a run play, you know, I'm just making sure everyone's in the right position, snap count's good, get to handoff, carry out my fake. But when it comes to pass plays, just pre, like pre-reading stuff, like, okay, are these backers coming? If these backers are coming, I have to tell our slot receiver, DT or AK, okay, you guys got to run a slant if they blitz. It's, it's small stuff like that, but, I mean, you do it so much, it's, it just becomes uh, natural and you know, I'd just say just focusing on that type of stuff, making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to do before the snap happens. Okay. So we kind of talk about this with the swim team, but there's kind of a point in sports where you kind of buy in. Mm-hmm. At what point in your time here at all that were you like, all right, it's it's time to it's it time to dial in, like let's go. Like what when is when is when was the buy in process? When did you when did you buy into the buy-in process? Uh, that'd be my sophomore year, probably right in this break time right here. Um, that was going in, Lane was just done. Okay. And, you know, I'm one of the guys that are like, okay, let's see what David does. So I went home, and I hit the weight room the hardest I have ever had, and I gained, like, 30 pounds. I was looking really good and everything. And just, you know, everyone kind of was like, even the coaches talk about it, they're like, okay, he's taking it serious. Let's see what he has. And. You know, going into my junior year, you know, even I was back back up to Caleb, you know, I played quite a bit, just special teams, you know, doing all that type of stuff. So that buy-in probably happened right around my first semester, sophomore year. It's pretty interesting because I feel like for every other sport, like people buy in at a bunch of like different times. Like most of the buy-in I'd say for like our team happens like right around like the first semester break to second semester like Mm-hmm. of your freshman year because we go to wisconsin we have like this huge meet with yeah. uh, with a bunch of like other schools and whatnot yeah. and then usually the freshmen end up getting their butt handed to them and whatnot or like doing decent and then they're like all right like if i want to compete i gotta like gotta get it going, get it going. <laughs> right so coffee we got a section on the show it's called hot cakes and hot takes section we kind of talk about either unpopular opinions or hot takes that we have right it doesn't have to be related to sports like literally we had someone talk about is a hot dog a sandwich on the show (laughs) all right Mm -hmm. right. so if you have any like very unpopular opinion you want to kind of discuss on the show go for it i like talking about like i'm a big like comic book nerd i like talking about like uh Okay. Opinions on Marvel and DC. And this is right stuff. up your alley. Okay. Yeah. See, we went we went to movies together before. We, we, mm-hmm. What was it? Uh, we went Venom. To, uh, Venom. Yep. Yeah. Carnage. So. What you got? <laughs> so, um, 
we were talking about like who's the ripoff of, of who. Okay. So is like Batman the ripoff of Iron Man or is Iron Man the ripoff of Batman? Like which one do you think's better? Well, who do I or think is better, original, Iron yeah. Man or Batman? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good qu- that's a really see, good this question. Is, see, this is where I get into it. Uh I don't know. I, see, I don't I, I don't really know because like they both don't have like they're similar super but different powers. No, they're, not. they're just smart, rich and and like 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 Iron Man's got the suit, but like Batman has like the Batmobile and mm-hmm. like he flies through the mm-hmm. suit. They're they're almost the same. Yeah, I feel like they're pretty similar. But who's better? Like, are we saying who'd win in a fight or just in general who's better? Who's just better? Like popularity. Like. Oh, oh, popularity. popularity? It's definitely Batman. I feel like Batman. Batman yeah. is definitely way more popular than Iron Man. Mm. I feel because like little. But kids, I'm a Marvel guy, so I'm biased. I can't. But like as a character, I think Iron Man is a better th- character. Yeah, I think Iron Man's cooler. Okay, yeah, we can get into that. Yeah, because like like he's got he's got like all the the crazy different suits where the Batman only has like the one suit and right. like he's got all the money. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean Batman and uh, Bruce Wayne. That's like the the name, yeah. Him, right? Yeah. So he's got he's rich and famous and everything too. But like, I I feel I feel like Iron Man's cooler, especially oh, yeah. just because like he can. He can like actually fly yep. whenever he wants. He doesn't have to jump from a building or something. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the movies where he just like jumps in the suit and stuff like that, like yeah. the Avengers and stuff, where yeah. he just jumps in the suit and then just flies? Like Batman can't do that. Mm. Like he'll just jump out of the building and die. <laughs> he has like capes and stuff. He can do, yeah, but it's like which one's cooler? Like I want the suit on me more than like the cape. Yeah, I yeah, feel like I, I, I feel like that. if I had an option, I would hop in the suit rather like the Iron Man suit rather than. Oh yeah, that thing's just sweet. Be Batman. Yeah, it like opens up. You just slide in and it closes. Yeah, I, 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 if I like if I were to choose who I'd rather be, I don't want a little kid running around me as Robin being Batman. <laughs> no, that's just weird. Heck no. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's uh, no. That I'd, I'd feel weird about that because you're just like endangering, literally endangering a child. You got hey, a man. little old guy putting bandages on you. Yeah, you're saving, you're saving the city either way. He's a ninja. What with a little kid? <laughs> so weird. But I think this is a good place to wrap it up here. Yeah. Um. So you're listening to the phone figure. My name is Parker. Sebastian. David. Tune in next week where we have the LSU Beach Volleyball Coach on the show. Should be interesting. Should be interesting.